Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so excited, and we're all in to talk to you about today's show. We're going to talk today about getting back into the dating scene, and this can happen after a long hiatus or possibly a divorce or, or a breakup. Maybe you've been with this person for many, many years, and it's just time to move on. Uh, hopefully, you've uh, gotten some me time to allow a little distance between uh, the breakup and the start of a new relationship. I know a lot of times men don't allow any margin <laughs> of time to go by because it is so hard for a guy to digest that a breakup occurred. Um, most of the time, the breakup occurs... It, the most of the time the breakup is initiated by the woman 80% of the time why is that because men don't want to be wrong that's why men don't initiate a breakup so to them to say I'm calling it quits initially they made a bad decision and men don't want to admit that so that's why rare that's why it's so rare for a guy to break up with his girl sometimes when men want out what they do is they just turn to doing ugly things, mean things, demeaning things to where the woman has no choice but to break up with you. Um, it's called passive-aggressive passive behavior in psychology. Uh, let's say one way to break up with her is to just cheat on her, right? Because that way it looks like she's doing the breaking up, and if that's the case... You don't have to admit you were wrong in choosing this woman. It's shady. I don't like it. I always appreciate guys who, when they do feel like it's time to break up and they've exhausted all their possible options and it's still not working up, just man up. Don't, result, don't resort to shady operations in order to get her to break up with you. Um, it's just not right. It shows that you have no character and that you're a wimp and that you're really, you know, not a strong person when you have to resort to passive-aggressive tactics to get her to break up with you. All right. Another thing that guys do wrong is they don't let any time pass. Um, shoot, the documents aren't even, aren't even dry. In fact, maybe you haven't even filed for documents. You haven't even filed for, for a separation. Men don't view the marriage certificate document in all that much seriousness. That's why they go out in the dating world. They're on their dating app or they're at their local bar trying to pick somebody new up because emotionally men have broken up. And they could give a rat's tail about whatever the marriage license is. To them, to men, it's a silly little piece of paper. It doesn't mean anything. Um, for the ladies who are listening in the audience, I would say the biggest caution I would give you is beware on dating apps because such a high percentage of the time, these guys are still hooked up. These guys are still married, yet they're putting out into the universe that they're single. Why is that? Like I say, it's because that document means nothing to a guy. When he's emotionally done with the relationship, he's emotionally done. And in a guy's mind, he thinks that he's free as a bird to do whatever he wants. Um, that may be all well and good, but the men in my audience who are listening to this program, I strongly urge you to not do that. You don't learn anything by going from one frying pan to the other. You don't learn anything. You have to feel what it's like to be alone for a little bit. What do I recommend? Well, six months would be ideal, you know, at the end of the relationship till the time that you start dating again. I want you to take an inventory of what happened. Most importantly, I want you to answer the following question. What did you do to cause the breakup or the demise of the relationship. Yes, she might have been an ugly person. Yes, she might have done 10 things wrong. Yes, of course, you wanted out of the relationship. I don't want you to focus on her. I want you, you know, the, it takes two to tango. So I want you to realize 
what was your part in the demise of the relationship because it's not until you can really fully be honest with yourself and answer that question that you have even a chance of having a good relationship in the future it's my belief that if you don't answer that question the universe will give you the same problem over and over and over until you finally get it until you finally understand what that element is so it's a really important question to absorb and to acknowledge and to digest. Don't skip it. All right. As for letting a little time go by, you need a breather. You need a timeout. You need to, to take inventory on your wish list and your wants and your needs to be able to figure out, well, where did I go wrong? Where did I go right? Maybe there's a lot of things that you did right in the relationship and you would like to repeat those. That's all fine, right? So unless you have a, an assessment of what happened, good or bad, how are you going to plan for the future? So just don't go looking for the next warm body to lay up against, right? I mean, it's not just all about that. It's about growth, relationships we are in a relationship usually to grow we learn something and oftentimes the weak part of ourselves is reflected in a relationship that's the message that you should take away from the relationship good bad or failed is that you walk away with knowledge and understanding and respect for who you are uh, it gets you to a point where you will go over things that you will tolerate and go over things that you will not tolerate again. Okay? Makes sense? Of course it does. So let a little time go by. Let a little healing happen before you jump right back into the frying pan. There is plenty of time to bed 20 women if you want to six months from now. Um, just give it a rest. Give it a rest so you can figure out what happened here. And it is, a, it is a shock to the system. There's a lot of changes that need to occur. Maybe you need to move out. Maybe the home needs to be sold. Maybe property needs to be divided. Kids need to be, you know, uh, divided or, you know, you have to figure out custody issues. I mean, there's all kinds of nonsense that could come up. You know, lots of things and lots of changes have to occur in order for the breakup to be final. And lastly, please don't don't hop into bed with somebody else when this is still this uh, flame is still on this fire. Make sure that you go through it with a clean way um, if you have an apartment figure out what you're doing with the lease if both of your names are on the lease talk to an attorney to see if um, let's say your lease is not due for another I don't know four months five months whatever it is talk to an attorney so you can figure out how to exit the situation cleanly where you're not taking on new liability as a result of the partner still staying in the apartment but you're gone you know what if she um, trashes the apartment guess what you're still liable you need to talk about things like that and uh, you know divorce you know should you file papers when should you file papers separation when should you do that you know, there's there's all kinds of consequences, many of which, you know, you're probably hopefully only going through this one time. So many of these questions are left unanswered. You need to get to the bottom of how to solve them so you can proceed accordingly. Okay? If you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about getting back into the dating scene, especially after a long hiatus or a divorce. That's what we're talking about. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, uh, you can call us at 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about how to 
maximize your confidence when you're back in the dating scene again. All right. Talk to you soon right back after the break. Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about getting back into the dating scene after a long hiatus or a divorce or a long relationship. How do you best go about doing this? Well, one of the most important features, whether you're in or out of a relationship, is confidence. So one of the things that you can work on specific to this and be your fresh new self is to build your confidence killer confidence before you enter into the dating world okay so let's talk about what some of those confidence builders are one thing that you will want to be in in tune with is let go of the past okay there is no pain like heartbreak and loss I realize that you're really you know feeling a lot and it's just an uncomfortable feeling for a lot of guys to be in that space and it may feel like you're never going to get over things Um, but you know time does heal the heart and old wounds can prevent you from truly moving on so you've got to make amends with this so if you're ready to dive back into dating you have to let go of your past relationship so like I said maybe write it down on a piece of paper uh, figure out what areas caused you the most amount of hurt what areas caused you a good amount of pleasure that you like that you would like to replicate and uh, also figure out what your part in the demise of the relationship was all right so once you have this acknowledgement of where you came from where you've been and where you are now it will help you let go of that past okay there are certain things that you just can't change no matter how good of a person you are no matter how much you've tried you know you can't change everything and you certainly can't change other people so another great way to build your confidence level is to let go of the expectations Um, let go of things that you thought you knew everything about love and partnerships and relationships just let it go because you know what your new relationship hopefully and probably won't look anything like your old relationship so why have that hold you back right and that brings me to writing down everything that is holding you back 
like fear or rejection or insecurity. So do you have a fear of meeting new people? Are you shy? Um, have you gained a little weight? Have, maybe you don't have the best job in town or whatever. Or maybe you just recently lost your job. Or maybe there are elements about your personal self that you don't like and this is creating a wall. It's creating a fear. Well, again, take out that notepad. Start writing down what those fears are, what those insecurities are. And you will build confidence if you start working on some of those elements, right? If you work on them and check them off your list that they're now, uh, you know, now off your list, that's going to make you feel good. And the feel good leads to confidence. And then if you have the confidence, you'll have a way easier time with the ladies. All right. Um, so another thing that you can do is maybe, you know, once you've made your list, once you've made your assessment, and the assessment could take anywhere from, I would say a long weekend, maybe three days could take anywhere from three days to maybe three weeks or a month or however long you need. Maybe visit um, your writings, maybe like right before you go to sleep, I mean, right before you go to sleep at night, revisit them for maybe 15 minutes or perhaps you're a morning person when you first wake up, maybe the 15 minutes when you first wake up. Revisit your list, refine it, and then fine-tune it, okay? And then what you can do eventually when you feel you have a good handle and a good assessment of what went on, maybe in, say, three to six months from now, you can get rid of your list. Just let it go. Um, maybe you can even tie your list to a balloon and just let it you know, just let it go and drift over a body of water like a lake or an ocean or something like that, a river. Just let it go. Maybe you can go to a campfire and burn your list, and that might be a literal way to let it go. So there's many ways. There are many ways to help you uh, let it go and to really start over. So this is an opportunity for being courageous and to explore different types of romance with a prospective new person and just have a sense of being open-minded. You may be surprised by how much of an adventure dating can really be because dating really should be fun. So choose your direction and boldly take this first step in your new journey with regard to the assessment phase and letting go of the past. Make sense? All right. All right. We're going to take a quick detour right now. I see that we have uh, Sherwin on the line. Welcome, Sherwin, to the show. How are you today? Hi, Linda. How are you doing? Well, thanks. We are talking about letting go and getting back into the dating scene. Yes. I uh, thought this would be a good topic that other people could relate to and uh what I realized, uh, you're totally right with everything that you said. I read an interesting article by Psych Today, but I'll start before by saying, yes, you know, 10 years ago I was in a serious relationship and it didn't end well. And then I thought, you know what, whenever things start to go well, uh, even if it's a minor fall, try and like, sabotage myself in the relationship and kind of back off from it. So I realized that and said, okay, I need to stop doing that. And the other thing uh, that I recommend is, you know, like you said, rather than having a list or a type, uh, you could find out that uh, you're an ideal match with someone from a different type. That's one thing they said about the article. And like you said, don't talk too much about the past and past heartaches. One thing I will say is since I'm going to be going back into the dating scene, you know, I'm now... Uh, relocated and about to go to school so find a new job and education and I have all those insecurities but maybe try and find someone who shares the same interests that you maybe when I go to grad school look for someone or going to the gym or a martial arts so that there is that common uh, background at least you have something to build on from there and just like I said 
whether it's familial expectations or she ethnicity or culture, whatever you're looking for, just kind of let that go away and let yourself be open to new possibilities, I'm guessing. I think that's a very good tip. I give that one out all the time is to find somebody who has common interests, similar interests as you because you can let that interest be the icebreaker. So mm-hmm. you don't even really have to try that hard because, for example, if you're into martial arts and you find someone who's also into it, boom, that's the icebreaker. You don't have to exactly. come off as sleazy or or come up with a cheesy line, you know, on how to start talking to the person. It's you already have something in common and you can use that as a springboard to go into the conversation. Absolutely. And I think I'm sure I'm not the only guy that when things are going well we find a way to turn something a minor flaw about her into something major and sabotage the relationship but like you said i did something similar and took about a week to dissect and analyze where i would go wrong and at least now i've identified that so i i know i'm not the only one who does that as well so i guess just try not to be another advice you said Trying again, going with the try not to be too judgmental and don't talk too much about yourself, but you know, give yourself a chance to talk and again, just be open to the possibilities, I guess. Absolutely, and I think it's a step that most men skip over is mm-hmm. they don't want to assess, you know, what their part in the demise exactly. was. And I think it's a big mistake to skip that step. It just never works. Like I say, right. the universe is going to give you that lesson again and again until you like finally figure it out. <laughs> That's so. right. You can have all the lists of everything everybody else did wrong, but then if you don't know the same mistakes, well, then you're going to repeat it again. I mean, history has a way of repeating itself. But with that, I'm going to... Uh, just let you go and i just want to say excellent topic and great points i agree with you as always and uh keep up the good work and excellent topics thank you so much and i wanted to uh thank the audience uh thank you to the audience that you brought up this topic for me to do today so always appreciated you too can send in your suggestions for either a special guest that you want me to have or a show topic like sherwin did and just um private message me on Facebook same name as the show the men's advocate show with Linda Gross and you can make that happen too all right bye for now okay so let's hop back into today's topic we were talking about uh, confidence builders because you're going to need this these tips right about now because you're feeling your lowest you're feeling depleted you're feeling defeated and you just want to get back in full force and get back to it, right? So I mentioned this in my book, this next one, Find a Passion, okay? Um, by the way, for those of you who don't yet have my book, it's called Mastering Women. You can find it on Amazon. Download the ebook in about 90 seconds. And you can also get the uh, hard copy, the paperback version shipped to you, Um A lot of my guys say they really like the hard copy because they can take a yellow highlighter and go back and read and reread, you know, at later times. So that seems to be helpful for a lot of people. Anyway, do that. Mastering women, the real truth about women that will change your life forever. So like I say in my book, one great way to develop confidence is to um, get in touch with your passions, your hobbies, or something that you're good at. Maybe it's a skill. Uh, The skill could be playing an instrument. It could be a sport. It could be that you're good at your work. Like whatever it is, just practice that. Do it at least an hour, hour a week. If you can up that to an hour a day, all the better. Become an expert at one thing, and that will help boost your confidence. See how easy that is? And you know what? It's easy to do because it's something that already reflects who you are and it's already something, it's already part of your personality. So why would you avoid something like this, right? You're not being kind to yourself if you don't spend time 
on you doing things that you love to do. So maybe you love to cook. Maybe you like trying new recipes. Um, you know, maybe this is an opportunity to start a new chapter in your life. And maybe you want to write. Uh, maybe you want to do music. I mean, you know, the sky's the limit with what you can do with a passion. Or it could be something physical. Maybe you like hiking or camping or mountain biking. Find something that appeals to you. Find something that lets you have a sense of adventure. And maybe you like thriving in the outdoors. Maybe it's riding a motorcycle. You like feeling the, the wind in your face and the freedom that riding a mo motorcycle gives you. Whatever it is, just find time to do your passion. It's sort of like watering a plant. So, you know, if you let the plant die out, then you're going to get real negative on yourself. Your outlook on the world is going to get negative. You're going to, your insecurities are going to bubble to the surface, and then you're just not going to go into the dating scene, right? Because you've got a lot of negative roadblocks. So what you want to do is find activities or interests that nurture your personality with things that you already like doing. So easy is that, right? All right, and like Sherwin was saying, that you can connect easily with a person who already shares your interests. So, you know, there are some dating sites that, that say here are the 10 most attractive hobbies or interests. Maybe sometimes you can connect with other people on the dating site that share those same types of hobbies and interests. So, so for example... Um, they did a study that men typically prefer a woman who's interested in health, exercise, food, right? Um, you know, and women, you know, they, they like a guy who has interest in family or has strong family ties, maybe has a big family, maybe um, he's got nieces and nephews that he that he partakes in maybe he uh goes to a big family reunion once a year so you know all these areas of overlap just be aware of them because you know it might be an area where you can go into the dating scene with some of those areas that you have in common with the other person all right if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about getting back into the dating scene, especially after a long hiatus or a divorce. You can call in on this topic, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about sweating out your insecurities. You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world, and you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. We're open now. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Untapped. Henson Brewing Company, Burbank, California. Come as you are. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. 
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about getting back into the dating scene. Oh, yeah. Maybe you had a nasty breakup. Maybe you were in a long relationship. Maybe you were in a rotten uh, rotten marriage that you couldn't wait to get out of. I mean, all kinds of things could have happened. Or maybe you were just away. Maybe you were away at college or you were away in the military and now you're getting back into the dating scene. What elements are important? What should you focus on? Well, probably one of the best areas to focus on is things that will boost up your confidence because you feel insecure enough as it is, right? You feel down and out and lonely and so on and so forth. So let's beef up your confidence level. Another way that you can work this out is sweat out your insecurities, So now that you're back in the open waters of the dating pool, confidence is such great bait for catching fish, right? So one of the best places to build strong confidence, especially for men, is working out. Men are typically physical, so they like working out. That's what men's bodies were made for. And in fact, when you're at the gym, especially if you're pumping iron, uh, doing so, dumps a testosterone uh, load into your system. And guess what that is? That makes you want to take a risk. It makes you want to be physical, intimate with, with another woman. So you go on the hunt, you go on the search, you go on the prowl. So testosterone happens naturally when you're pumping iron at the gym. So anyway, That is a great confidence boost. Now, sure, there are cosmetic confidence boosters, like perhaps losing weight or toning up, but hitting the gym also builds confidence through a sense of accomplishment and overcoming the challenges. Maybe it's your goal to lose 10 pounds, or maybe it's your goal to tone up and see a little definition so when you put your shirt on, you you know your shirt just fits right or your pants just fit right and there's no better boost to making you smile than when you feel comfortable in your own skin and comfortable in your own clothes right so when you go about transforming your body you have an added benefit of also transforming uh, the mental straight strength and the outlook it took to get there to make this accomplishment. So exercise is a pro- proven stress reliever. It eases anxiety and releases those happy chemicals that we call endorphins that just make you feel good. So it's another reason why to do this. So by working out, it can serve as a healthy coping mechanism first surviving uh, dates that have gone bad or maybe getting past the old relationship that you are walking away from, right? So use exercise as a go-to. How often should you do it? Well, you know, if you're a gym rat, maybe five days a week. But if you're a casual exercise person, they say that at least three days out of the week, you should be doing something physical. On the days that you can't be doing something physical, take a walk. Walking is very beneficial. Maybe instead of driving to lunch or driving to get dinner or driving wherever you need to go, 
take a walk for 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, or maybe you come home from work and as a stress lever, reliever, you want to walk just, you know, around the couple of blocks in your neighborhood after dinner. Um, it'll help shed the calories, but more importantly, just adding a little walking to your routine will do all the bit of good. And plus, you have a built-in date with yourself. You have a goal, and that's going to make you feel good as well. So three days a week, working out, doing something that you love, and then the other days, maybe it'd add another two days of walking. How easy is that, right? Or maybe you want to do uh, two gym days and maybe you happen to like mount mountain biking or something, uh, maybe another activity that's outside of the gym that you really like. Maybe your deal is playing tennis with a buddy or maybe going golfing, whatever it is. You like being outside. So those might be good options as well. Um, if you tend to get bored with doing the same kind of workout, change it up. It doesn't always have to be the same workout. doesn't always have to be in the same place. Maybe your friend has a swimming pool or maybe, you know, the community pool uh, in your neighborhood or maybe you or someone that you know uh, belongs to a club. Uh, maybe it's a golf and racket club or something like that where you can use the swimming pool you know, there's all kinds of options. Just change it up. I know you guys get bored. So do do the routine maybe a couple of days a week. And then on the other days, change up the scenery. Do something else. All right? But definitely, physically working out will make you feel better. Next up, another way to build confidence because you cannot put all of this on your shoulders. Um, it's just going to weigh you down. Lean on your support system. So what that means is you have friends, family, coworkers who were most likely there for you during a relationship. Uh, they were there during the hardships and the breakup. But that level of support may have started to diminish as your single status became more static. So these relationships make you stronger, especially if you're about to navigate the dating scene again. So don't be afraid to reach out to your friends and family again for encouragement, different perspectives, and find comfort, comfort a comforting relief for when you're feeling down. It's always good to reach out. I know men don't like to reach out because they see that as a failure or an admission of guilt or it feels like that you're uh, weak in some way, but that's really faulty logic. You've got great friends and family and now is your time of need. So do it. Do it with somebody that you trust. Do it with someone who's not going to repeat your words. Do it with someone who's going to hold your confidence. Maybe somebody that you respect and admire and you really like their advice. So now is the time to lean on, on one of those type of people. Another thing that you can do would be to do the opposite routine of this, which would be to volunteer. Maybe somebody needs you. Um, volunteer your mentorship or maybe you want to uh, coach a little league uh, of some sort. Or, you know, maybe there's a way you can turn the tables where the other person who is in need needs your services. And it makes you feel really good to be that big brother or to, big, to be that big person to where you can shine in the eyes of the uh, recipient, okay? So lean on your support system and or do the other end, which is uh, become a mentor or a coach or a teacher to someone else. These are all ways to release those endorphins to make you feel good. And when you feel good, then it's just a whole lot easier to go dating because you're in a good place. Make sense? All right. Okay. So if you're just joining us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about getting back into the dating scene after uh, perhaps a long hiatus 
or a divorce or perhaps a long breakup. So when we come back from the break, we'll continue to talk about specific steps that you can take to get back into the dating world. We'll catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Darn! Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about getting back into the dating scene. You've gotten off the horse. Now, let's uh, get back on and ride into the sunset, as they say. <laughs> All right. So if you want to call on this uh, topic or maybe have a question or comment, you can do so, 951 951- 922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. Before we get back into the topic, um, I just wanted to let you know that if you enjoy our show, show your love. You can listen, like, call, uh, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and, of course, buy my book on Amazon, and that would be Mastering Women. All those things you can do right now. Okay? Also, if you happen to have missed last week's show, so easy to do. Um, we were talking about 5G, the beast. It's affectionately called, affectionately called the beast. So what is 5G? It's a network, which is the next generation of mobile interconnectivity internet connectivity offering faster speeds up to one gigabytes and more reliable connections on smartphones and other devices than ever before super great you say right well while 5g is promoted to be the next best thing in technology is there an underlying objective that they aren't telling us about so join my guest christopher who gives us the 411 on the dangers and the pitfalls of this particular technology and what are these multinational corporations up to what is their end goal here and is it going to destroy our health destroy our world what is going on so you'll need to catch up on last week's show it was a good one you can do so by downloading my mobile app. Same name as the show. So easy to find. All you have to do is type into Google the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and it's available for your Android and your iPhone, and it's free, no charge. If in the event that you haven't done that, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and SoundCloud. All right? 
Okay, so let's hop back into today's topic. What else can we do to make you feel comfortable getting back into the dating world? I would say make a list. I, I did so after my divorce and uh, from my first husband. And, um, you know, just write down anything and everything that you can think of, things that made you happy, things that made you smile, things that gave you a lot of pleasure, and then make another list for things that you were not happy about that you don't want to talk again in the future. And just keep going. See if you can fill up the whole page. See if you can get to 50, okay? 50 of those things collectively, the good and the bad, right? And then let some time go by. Let it soak in on what happened there. And then maybe let's whittle down the list to the top five. Like, here's my line in the sand. Here's what that I absolutely must have in a relationship, in the new relationship. And here are, are things that are deal breakers that I'm just not going to put up with. And that's the end of that, right? So start with 50. And then the next step of this uh, exercise, whittle it down to about five things each. And that way, when you go on your hunt, it'll be pretty easy because let's say, for example, if you don't want to be with a smoker, she turns out to be a smoker, no matter how good she is, no matter how shapely she is, you're going to put that fish back into the ocean because it's not worth your time. She, There's something on your list that she's not meeting, time to go. You know, you want to be in a position where you feel solid about your decision. So stay to it. Uh, stay, stay true to who you are and stay true to your list. Next up, be clear about what you want in this relationship. And that goes along with, uh, you know, saying your, your needs and wants and things that bring you happiness. And kind, try not to... Uh, deter yourself away from that list because there's no one who's more important than you. So if you're not standing up for you to get your needs met, it's really hard to be there for the other person when you're in a relationship. So you've got to make the list and stay to it. All right. Don't be afraid to show your vulnerability because I know you're shut down and you want to cut yourself off from feeling, let alone feeling bad. But, you know, a little bit of vulnerability will show the other woman the tender side of you. And that could make the difference as to whether she wants to continue seeing you or not. I would say use this uh, th this one judiciously within the first 90 days. I would say go slowly on this showing vulnerability thing for the first 90 days. Make sure that you really like her for her. And you can, uh, you can sprinkle in moments of vulnerability. And then once you get past that 90-day mark, then you can you know, use this one a little bit more liberally. Next up, don't be discouraged. There's, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot of ground to cover. And what I'm going to say here is there is safety in numbers. You just have to date your brains out pretty much because the more you get out there, the easier it is to practice and the easier you'll be able to spot your wishes, uh, things that make you happy and your deal breakers and get the heck out if you're not happy. And hopefully you'll be able to shorten the time frame. For me, I was able to figure this out in one date if I wanted to see this person again. I know men sometimes can't move that quickly, <clears throat> but at your earliest opportunity, when you sense that something's not working, bail, get the heck out, go on to the next one. So you, I think there is safety in numbers. It lets you see what the competition is like out there um, and who, who you should place your time with, you know? Is the person worth it? And if they're not, move on. And there's power in saying no. So if you, it's my belief that if you 
set that, you know, fish back into the ocean, then the universe will give you somebody that's a little bit closer uh, to whom you really want. And isn't it all about that, finding somebody that really turns you on and makes you want to stay in the relationship? Also, if you come across people who somehow, some kind of way, they're emotionally unavailable, <clears throat> take this take this uh, as, as a strong warning bell to listen and pay attention. So maybe she was sexually abused or maybe she was in a physically abusive relationship or maybe she has huge drama with the family or maybe she's got baby mama drama or all kinds of, maybe there's some horrible chaos going on at work. If she is, for whatever reason, emotionally unavailable, I would say run. I mean, it's like, you know, you want somebody who's in a happy place, who's in a good place, and where the two of you can start on square footing. Um, so if she's too far out there and too w wacky, you know, why spend your time on that? There are millions of people out there that already are in a good place. That's whom you want to attract. Okay. Um, yeah, so these are some objectives for you to, uh, you know, follow and consider. So uh, another thing you can do is stay true to the one-hour first date, one hour and less. You want it want it to be a short meet and greet it's easy to feel good about a one hour date please do not do the three to five hour first date i don't care how good you guys get along it just doesn't make any sense you have to build a momentum and an excitement to want to see that person again and and sometimes you know if the date is too long things may go wrong too very quickly so the first hour might have gone great and by the time you're into the three hour mark you might have said something or did something she didn't like boom you're off <laughs> off the market so don't do a short date it's just easier that way thank you for joining us you're currently listening to the men's advocate show with me your host linda gross join us every wednesday 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m eastern time we'll see you next week on the men's advocate show